All the rooms opened off this, and all their doors were ajar. She pushed open one to her left, and looked into a large, L-shaped kitchen, a dining table and benches built into the alcove at the far end, in front of the window. She had a view of the meadows from here too, albeit obliquely and without the glow of the evening sun. The padded window seat, behind the table, was piled with cushions, a perfect spot to linger in the morning with the papers and cups of tea. Did she really remember her mother sitting there, or was it just the kind of thing Isabel liked to do? The room was tidy, a single plate propped up against a mug left to drain on the rack beside the sink, alongside an upturned vase, its thistles and leaves glazed in blues and greens. Lexi recognized it instantly. There was one just like it in her mother's hallway. Had Ursula always left things in such an orderly state, or had someone been in to clean since she died, thrown out fading flowers, brushed away crumbs, rinsed dishes? A pile of posts on the end of the worktop decided it. But who would it have been? Police? Someone from the solicitor's office? or perhaps social services did that kind of thing. It would be nice to think so, but she doubted it. Her phone bleeped as she walked back into the hallway. Text message. Another one. She should answer, but she'd no idea what she'd say. She glanced at her bag, then turned away. She opened the door to her right, and a surge of nostalgia swept through her, Twin beds, with matching pink candlewick bedspreads, a small nightstand and lamp, a dark wardrobe flush against the wall by the door, and an old-fashioned dressing table in the corner near the window, itself screened by net. The curtains fluttered, and as Lexi walked over to close the window, she grew larger in each of the three mirrored panels above the dressing table. The glass gleamed. She pulled the stool from its nook, traced the roses of its tape's tri-seat with her fingertips. Isn't it beautiful? Ursula's voice was clear. Your mother did it for my birthday one year. Lexi heard pride, love in the soft lilt, felt the warmth that had always been there whenever Ursula told her tales of Isabel's childhood. Watching her reflection in the mirrors, Lexi hooked a leg over the stool and sat down. There she was, eight years old, lips streaked in red, powder-blue smudges on her eyelids. Her mother appeared at her shoulder, then Ursula behind her, and for a moment Lexi watched all three of them laughing together, smelt eau de cologne, wrinkled her nose at the antiseptic edge of coal tar soap. Then the breeze through the curtains cooled her cheek, and the illusion dissolved. She pushed open the next door and paused, hand resting on the cool porcelain doorknob, Ursula's room. Chintz wallpaper and fifties furniture. This had been a forbidden territory to her as a child, and even now she was reluctant to go in. She was dreading the prospect of trawling through the remnants of Ursula's life, and above all, in here. This would be the greatest intrusion of all, 
unpicking the intimate details of a private Ursula Lexi had never known. Tomorrow would be time enough. And then, the final bedroom. That was the one that made Lexi's throat constrict, her breathing stall. It was a young girl's room. Her room, when they'd visited. The one where her mother had lived out her own childhood, dreamt teenage dreams. Lexi ran her hand along the books stacked neatly on top of the chest of drawers. The bookcase itself crammed full, books jammed in horizontally between tight rows of upright volumes and the shelf above. Lexi read as avidly as her mother had ever done, had spent hours of their visits curled up on this bed, devouring stories with the same curiosity and the same thirst for adventure and make-believe.